I'm Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Mom Empowered, where I help moms ditch their anger, break free from anxiety, and create the life they've always wanted. This show is for the mom who's ready to become more free and empowered. Good morning, ladies. I am attempting to do a live while sitting in my car uh, in the parking lot at the park. I just finished doing a walk this morning and I feel so good. And there was something from earlier this morning that I knew I wanted to come on and talk to you guys about. So I figured, you know what, while I'm feeling so good, while I've got some privacy, because I don't have kids running around, I don't have my parents trying to work or walk around the house, you know, since I'm living with them right now, I figured this would be a good time to come on and just encourage you ladies to share some truth with you ladies um, and to hopefully challenge some of you because you know that's one of my favorite things to do I love to challenge I love to empower and I love to push you maybe a little bit out of your comfort zone to start to consider new things to pursue new beliefs even so uh going back to earlier this morning the thing that happened that I thought was so it was it was pretty funny is that uh, my husband Grant, he had just finished up at the gym this morning and I got a text from him that said, oh my gosh, I just drove to our old house. (laughs) We have been moved out of our house, the house that we sold for a little over a week now. And we've been living with my parents since then and we will be living with them for another week until we move into our new house. And every day, you know, he's been going to and from work, you know, to and from the gym and whatever. But for some reason this morning, he went to the gym and instead of coming back to my parents' house, he just instinctually, without even thinking, drove to our house, our old house. And he got there and he was like, what? Like, why am I here? And it was so funny to me because I I have not done that. I, I've maybe briefly like maybe considered it like, oh, I should turn here. But then remember like, oh no, I can't turn that way. That's silly. Like we don't live there anymore. But the thing that really, you know, struck me about this is that the reason why he went to the old house is because it's something that he had been doing for so many years that there was, it's like his brain is now has an autopilot function that and where this house is programmed into his brain as the place that he goes. It's like he didn't choose to drive there. He didn't really think about driving there, but he just, for some reason, he, he felt led to drive to our old house because of a pattern that had been formed over years and years of time. And, and the reason why I wanted to come on today is to talk about how this example is, it's just such a good one when it comes to the power of, uh, patterns in our thinking, neural pathways that have been formed in our brain and I know like all of that might sound kind of like weird and psychological psychology but really truly that is just such a prime example of what happens when we have these certain thoughts or patterns that take place over years and years of time eventually 
they become so habitual, so um, almost like instinctual, that you kind of like, you can't really control it, you don't really think about it, it just kind of happens. He had, you know, over years of time, there was a neural pathway that had formed in his brain that told him, when you go home, you take this direction and you, this is your home. So now we're in the process of creating new, a new, a new pattern, a new, you know, direction in our brain to go to my parents' house. Eventually we'll have to create a new neural pathway to get us to our new house. But I wanted to come on today to first of all, share that because I just thought it was kind of funny, but second of all, to tie it into something that's a little bit more serious that I know I have struggled with. I know many of my clients have struggled with and some of you ladies might be struggling with today and it's the topic of intrusive thoughts. Now, when I say intrusive thoughts, like I'm I'm talking about intrusive thoughts anywhere from like something like I wouldn't say harmless, but something a little bit smaller like like oh, you know, like I um you know, I, I don't like this person. You know, maybe you just have this intrusive thought anytime you're around this person or you have an intrusive thought about how much you dislike your body. I'm talking about from those varying all the way to an intrusive thought like I want to hurt myself. An intrusive thought like I don't want to I don't want to be with my family anymore. I don't I don't want this life. So th there's a there's a there's a, you know, a varying range of intrusive thoughts here that I want to talk about. But what I want to offer is a few key thoughts, key beliefs, or key ideas that I believe will be so helpful to you if you yourself are dealing with or battling intrusive thoughts. And the first, it ties in with what I just shared about my husband, about neural pathways. The first is that sometimes a thought is just a thought. Sometimes a pattern is just a pattern. And I feel like it's so important for all of us to really grasp this if we're going to offer grace to ourselves, if we're going to find healing for ourselves, if we're going to walk in truth, we have to first acknowledge that sometimes a thought really is just a thought and a pattern really is just a pattern. You know, the the there are things that happen in our brain that we do not necessarily control. For example, a pattern of thinking that has been built over years and years of experience and over years and years of um, maybe encounters that you've had, like those were not fully in your control. You might these days have intrusive thoughts stemming from something from your adolescence. And it's not because these intrusive thoughts are just, you know, they're just coming out of nowhere. It's because over a span of time, these thoughts have become a pattern. There have been neural pathways formed in your brain to where like almost like there's like a roadmap in your brain to where when something triggers a certain thought, it then leads to here, which leads to there, which leads to there. And then before you know it, you're in the same place where you found yourself so many times before, just like my husband driving home from the gym, he found himself at his old house and he's like why would I come here why would I drive here it's because there are connections that have been formed in your brain over time these are a pattern and again one of the most powerful things we can acknowledge for ourselves is that sometimes a thought really is just a thought and a pattern really is just a pattern it's not your identity it doesn't say anything about who you are as a person 
and your worth as a person. And I, and I want to make that so clear because I know what it's like to have intrusive thoughts and to start to tell yourself that you're just broken. Like, what is wrong with me? Why do I think this way? Why, why do I keep coming back to these same thoughts? I'm so messed up. I'm broken. I'm a terrible person. I can't believe I'm still, I'm still having these, these reoccurring thoughts, these reoccurring beliefs. I can't believe I'm, I'm still in this place. I should be better by now. I should have overcome this by now. Why am I thinking this way anymore? It is very easy to take on guilt and shame when there are intrusive thoughts taking place in our brain, in our, in our lives. And I know this from personal experience. I know this from watching some of my clients battle. Like, it, it is hard. It is hard to let a thought just be a thought. But I want to, first of all, just challenge you today to start to consider that this could be true. What if you are not your intrusive thought? What if you are not your intrusive thought? It has nothing to do with your identity, has nothing to do with who you are, and has everything to do with just patterns, neural pathways, the wiring in your brain, and those things can be altered over time. A thought is just a thought, and thoughts can be changed. A thought pattern is just a pattern, but patterns can be broken. And I just want to like speak that and declare that over you ladies today, because again, I know how heavy it feels to carry the same intrusive thoughts. I'm going to share something a little bit personal with you guys. I don't know if I've ever shared it, um, like in a video or in a podcast, but it's something that I've carried for over 10 years. Ever since, you know, I was a teen in my adolescence, when I was a young teen, I began to self-harm while I was in high school. And this was just a coping mechanism. It was something that just seemed like the thing to do to deal with whatever it was I was dealing with. I had a lot of hurt from issues with my family, um, you know, just, just hurt from different areas of my life. And, and so I began a pattern of self-harming. And I, you know, it was not for a very long period of time. I would say on and off for about two years. I guess that is maybe a long time. On and off for about two years. And then I became a believer. And I loved Jesus so much. And I knew that I had to leave that behind. And so I decided, like, I'm done self-harming. I'm not going to cut myself anymore. I am, I am, I know that he is calling me to be healed and to replace that with, with, with things that are so much better, so much more healthier and things, you know, things I just don't need that anymore. Well, I did stop self-harming, but the thought to self-harm did not go away. And I'm, I want to stand before you today and speak to you honestly someone again who has had intrusive thoughts and knows how heavy it is i am telling you the thought to self-harm still has never gone away for me it has never gone away now it doesn't mean it won't ever it just means that over the past 10 years that thought still lingers it's not constant it's not every day and then i don't act on it i have not acted on it in such such a long time but the thought still comes because there was a pattern a very deep pattern that formed in me as a young child as a teenager as an adolescent and that's such a like such a form just a formative time in our lives it's no wonder that like this sort of behavior this sort of pattern of thinking takes takes a moment to break 
But that's, that's an intrusive thought that I continue to have and there are certain things that trigger it. And I know that there are certain ways that I can deal with it and cope with it. When the thought comes, Jesse, you should just, you should just hurt yourself. This is how you respond. This is what you do. Here's how you can cope with this. Go ahead, go, go do it. Anytime I have this thought, Yes, it is heavy, and I hate that I, I hate that I think that way. But one of the most powerful things, again, that I cling to is realizing this thought is just a thought. This pattern is just a pattern, and I don't have to go down that road anymore. I don't have to stay with this thought. I did not invite this thought in. I did not invite it in. It came. It, it just came. But... I have a say in whether I let it stay. I did not invite this thought in, but I don't have to allow it to stay. I have a say in what I will choose to think and believe and do from here. Just because I have this pattern of thought doesn't mean that this is who I am and that I have to stay here. And this has just been such a, such a transformative mindset shift for me that I want to offer to you ladies today, whether you are dealing with an intrusive thought, a serious, a self-harm, or whether it is something, you know, maybe, maybe something totally unrelated. I want you to just, first of all, cling to the truth that a thought is just a thought, a pattern is just a pattern. But second of all, the truth that you have the option to change your thoughts and to change your patterns. I'm not saying it's easy and I'm not saying it happens overnight. I can tell you that it does not. But this is the work that I do for myself personally. This is the work I do with my clients. I help them see and use tools to, to create new thoughts, to choose new beliefs, whether it's intrusive thoughts we're up against or, or you know, maybe deep-seated beliefs. Like I, I, I help them with tools, create new thoughts, new beliefs, new declarations that they can then use to step into more and more freedom. When we work together, and we use different you know tools but the one that I most frequently love to use is something called a self-coaching model I use this with all of my clients when we when we work together to create a new thought what we're doing is we are first of all telling their brain that their thoughts are optional and that there are more out there for them the intrusive thought is optional just because it came doesn't mean it has to stay. You don't have to you don't have to invite it to stay. You can let it go. You can choose a different thought. In fact, the more the more upset you get when intrusive thoughts come, the more the more heightened your emotions become, the the more you resist the ability to choose a new thought and to and to allow that pattern to be replaced with a new one. So that's why I like to say so calmly like your thoughts are optional we can work together to create a new one we can create new declarations we can form a new pattern just like how you know my husband at a certain point he's not going to want to drive to our old house anymore it's not even going to be something that he thinks about it's not going to be something that he naturally does because over time he will have created a new pattern of us driving to our new house that we love he's going to you know like it's it, like that that instinctual habit of going down this path won't even be an issue anymore. It's a non-issue. 
And the same can be true for you, for your intrusive thoughts, for your thought patterns that you maybe have been dealing with for years that you are so sick of. I want you to know that you can create a new pattern over time. Again, it's not easy. It won't happen overnight, but there are tools that you can use. There are ways that you can create new neural pathways in your brain to change that pattern, to break the pattern and to step into a whole new level of freedom, a whole new level of health that maybe you've never known before. Now there's one more thing I want to share with you and it, it's, it's, it's another thing that I encourage my clients to do and I personally have done it and it's to at a certain point to recognize when your intrusive thoughts are an indicator that you need more support. For me in the past this has looked like counseling and you know and I definitely love to encourage many of my clients to pursue counseling especially if they never have and especially if there are deeper things that are going on that you know maybe indicate trauma that maybe indicate um, depression you know like some, something that's something that's a little bit deeper that's going on maybe even chemical but one of the things I want to share with you and again this is another personal thing I don't talk about very much um, because it's hard it's hard to talk about junk but I remember a couple weeks ago I came I came live and I said to you guys like I want to be transparent with you I want you to know that I still have not arrived that I'm still working on so many things and so this is me choosing to be vulnerable with you guys and showing you what I myself have had to work on for for years and what I still am working on um, another another series of intrusive thoughts that I've had in my life revolve around um, a very serious relationship that I had again as an adolescent and as a young adult now before I met my husband Graham before we got married I was in one other serious relationship he was my first love you know he was my high school sweetheart and we also dated a little bit through college and I thought we were gonna spend the rest of our lives together you know like especially if you've had a high school sweetheart like you know how it is but at a certain point after we had broken up and that relationship had ended it became known to me and I say they became known to me because I truly did not know until sitting in a class I think my uh maybe it was either uh junior year of college I believe I was sitting in a class and it, I was in a, I was a human services major, so we learned a lot about like counseling and relationships. And we were we were sitting um, in a class doing a lecture on abusive relationships. And for the first time, I was hit with this idea of, oh my gosh, like I I've just come out of an abusive relationship, and I had no idea. I had no idea that I had been abused that this was an emotionally abusive manipulative relationship that this was a physically abusive sexually abusive relationship i had no idea and it rocked it shattered my world because i'm thinking how do i heal from this now what does this mean now and at the time you know that i'm sitting in this class taking this course learning this thing at this time i was now dating who is now my husband grant and I'm thinking, oh, it's no wonder that I am so screwed up. It's no wonder that I am so just psychotic almost in this relationship because I clearly have some junk that I need to work through. Now, I did not 
work through it properly. I did not pursue counseling. I just thought, you know what? Like the, the more time goes by in this relationship, the, the less that's going to matter to me. The more I'll just heal naturally. And in fact, like Grant, you know, and it, you know, we were both kids. So like, you know, we were young and we just, you know, we say things, we believe things. We don't really know what's going on. And Grant even said to me, like, you know, I know that you've been really hurt in the past, but I bet you that when you and I have been together longer than you and him were together, that this, all this junk won't even matter anymore. I promise it's going to be so much better. And I was like, okay, okay. Well, that time came and went, you know, and Grant and I, we just celebrated our uh, five-year anniversary. And I remember year four, this was, this was a year ago. So last fall, I remember we were just coming up on our four, on our four-year anniversary. We'd been together for seven years total. And I remember like thinking to myself, why am I not healed yet? Like, it, it's been it's been long it's been it's been longer it's been time why am I still getting caught up in my past relationship why do I still fantasize about being with that guy who mistreated and abused me why do I still have these intrusive thoughts of leaving my family to go be with him when my husband is so amazing and my family is so amazing. Why am I still thinking these things? Why am I still telling myself that I deserved that? Why am I telling myself that I deserved to be abused and manipulated? Why am I still rehashing and rethinking all of the, all of the junk, all of these memories that, that I guess I just had not, you know, fully let go of? These, these were things that really bothered me. And at the time, Again, this was a year ago. At the time, Grant and I were still seeing our marriage counselor. And I remember going to her and saying, like, hey, like, at what point, at what point is that relationship not going to affect me anymore? At what point will I not have these thoughts anymore? And she was the one who suggested that the reason why it has been, you know, it had been like six or seven years. The reason why I still had not overcome these thoughts and these patterns in, the, in this relationship was because... I had gone through trauma and I had not processed it properly yet. So going back to, you know, the third truth that I want to leave you guys with, sometimes you need extra support. Sometimes there are deeper things that are going on and it's not your fault. It's not on you. It says nothing about your worth or your identity or who you are in Christ or how much you deserve to have the life you have or to be in the relationships you are. It has everything to do with just the way that your brain has not yet processed what happened to you. What, what experiences you've gone through, what struggles you've navigated through. And so um, after that point, after she, you know, she encouraged me, like, you know, like, let's do some trauma work together. Um, she introduced me to something called EMDR, which I think I'm probably going to butcher trying to trying to uh, name out what it actually is. But I think, I think it stands for eye movement uh, EMDR, eye movement, desensitization, and response, or so something along those lines. But what it basically is, is it's a form of therapy that only, you know, you have to be very specially trained in it. I could not do it. A person off the street could not do it. You have to be a very specially trained counselor to do it. Um, it's, it's a type of therapy that's often used with soldiers who come back home, who maybe have PTSD. It's, it works very well for people who have had trauma. 
And so my counselor suggested that her and I do EMDR together. We just did one session of EMDR and I'm telling you ladies, after that one session, it's like the patterns, the intrusive thoughts that I had revolving around this person, non-issue, non-issue. Even like it's been a whole year and I cannot believe that in that that I in just in just such a short amount of time overcame something that had haunted me that I had been dealing with for years for six seven years I could not believe it but it just goes to show that sometimes what is really holding us back from healing is that we just need to take that first step to get the support that we need I have recommended EMDR to several of my clients who at a certain point as we're working together we realize like oh like there's some trauma here I always recommend EMDR because it really truly I mean, it changed so much for me my my marriage is not haunted by that past relationship I am not haunted by that past relationship it really did set me free in a very amazing way I know that the Lord used that um, in my life and I believe that the same can be true for, you know, anything, any form of support that you are feeling led to take, whether it's counseling, um, trauma therapy, um, or even coaching. I do believe that the Lord uses these sources of support and uses tools, uses resources and people to bring us closer to freedom. And so before I close out this video, I want to just invite you guys to, to enroll in my mom empowered coaching program. Like I've said, I work with clients who deal with thoughts that they want to break. They want to create new thoughts. They want to, they want to be able to live the life they've always wanted to live, be the mom, be the woman, be the wife they've always wanted to be. And yet maybe there are certain patterns that have been holding them back, certain beliefs about themselves. Maybe, maybe it's things that create anxiety in their life. Maybe it's these patterns of anger that they see come up. Maybe it's insecurity, maybe it's fear, but whatever it is, I love working with women to help them, first of all, see that their thoughts Thoughts are just thoughts and that they totally have the option to change them but then second of all to give them actionable tools and steps to break those patterns create new patterns and then step into a life where they are so much more confident and empowered and healthy and free this is the work that I love to do I want to invite you ladies to enroll in this program if you are realizing it's time it's time that I give myself support. It's time that I stop allowing these same patterns, these same thoughts to keep occurring, occurring, and occurring when I know that there is something else out there, when I know that it is for freedom, Christ has set me free. I know that there is more for me than this. This is my invitation to you. I, the wait list for this program is currently open. We will start coaching mid-December. So now is the time to reach out, apply for a free empowerment call, get on a call with me. Let's talk about the program, whether it's a right fit for you. Let's see where you're at, what your goals are, what you're, what you're wanting to, um, how you're wanting to experience transformation. And let's work together to get you to a place of so much more freedom than you maybe ever thought possible. 
I love you ladies. I'm, I'm just, I'm so thankful for the community that we have here in this group. Um, thank you for allowing me to be vulnerable with you. Thank you for you guys and how, how you are willing to be vulnerable with me. I really do love this community. I love you ladies so much. I pray for you guys all the time and I am always here. I'm willing to chat if you ever need anything. Um, the link to apply for a free empowerment call is in the description of this video. Um, you can also just send me a message and we can chat more. Um, but anyway, I am going to go head home, maybe take a shower because <laughs> I'm still sweaty from my walk. And I hope you guys have an amazing rest of your day.